0: listening to nightlight.
1: And it's really great to be back with you for another edition of Nightlights. And it's great to have Melvin back with us in Uganda and on the show. I think this is your fifth mission trip to East Africa, isn't it, Melvin?
2: Yes, I it's my fifth and the Lord is doing great things every trip. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight.
1: Melvin I know you've already been very busy teaching bible classes to a variety of groups of people and you're going to teach one of your latest topics on Nightlight today what's it going to be
2: Simon so, mean, this class uh, is uh, something very special to me also because uh, for a long time I did not understand how to connect grace and faith mm-hmm. together and you know how hope grace and faith works in our life to provide Everything that Jesus died for us to have.
1: So get your Bibles and notebooks or maybe your smartphone and get ready for another of Melvin's very inspiring classes. After this, from Philip Johnson. When
0: you're hurting, when you're crying, come to me. My All too busy, come to me, my love I will be your closest lover Come receive my love I will take your handy glass Fill it up with sparks
2: of of the week
1: is with melvin melvin you're also going to talk about grace for the race actually the last time you were on nightlight you talked about grace how is today's topic going to be different from what you taught before
2: well the last class on grace was uh, helping us to understand uh, the things that we received mm. from god right. and it is by grace our righteousness our healing the supply all of those things are by grace basically means we don't deserve it we didn't earn it we didn't merit it but it was given to us for free mm-hmm. because we believed in jesus christ mm-hmm. because i mean a lot of times uh, sincere christians they don't understand uh, how god supplies everything for free through grace Mm-hmm. You know, like in Romans 8:32 it talks very clearly that all things are given to us for free. Right. And so what happens is if you don't understand that all through our lives, we are going through trying to do something to make God have favor on us. right. But see, God already has favor on us because we believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's if we look at the New Testament, every, every promise is through Jesus Christ. Yes, through Jesus Christ. And so once you receive Jesus Christ, you are eligible or you have a right to receive all of those things for free. So for many years, even as a missionary, I was doing everything possible (laughs) Mm -hmm. to be good and try this and try that fast and, you know, tithe and all of those things to see if God's hand could be moved towards what I need. Mm -hmm. But uh, see, that's the class we had on grace. Now, grace by itself stays As it is, you understand, unless we have faith. And through faith, we access what God has provided by grace Mm -hmm. into our daily life. Mm -hmm. So if you say if you have healing, it's provided by Jesus because his body was broken for us. Mm. But it stays in us unless by faith we let it manifest into our daily life. Into a physical box.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, I get it. You understand? Yes.
2: Otherwise, grace stays as it is. Mm-hmm. It's like say, if I give you a gift for Christmas and I, I wrapped it up, it's a watch, and I pack it up and give it to you. But then you leave, you don't open it, you just leave it there. So after one year, I ask you, Simon, how's the gift? But you say, Oh, I didn't open it. Mm. See, so you don't benefit from it because grace stays there as a gift unless faith access it Mm -hmm. or faith is a key that brings that gift to your daily life right so today we're gonna go between grace faith and if we have more time we'll connect hope into it shining bright through
0: the dark night you're listening to nightlight
1: And with us once again on Nightlight is Melvin teaching on grace and faith and hope. And I'm really looking forward to everything that you have to share.
2: So Simon, it's like, you know, uh, sometimes we just go by grace and we, you know, we depend so much on grace, but without faith, grace stays alone. Like in Ephesians uh, 2, 8 and 9, it says, for by grace are we saved through faith. Through faith. Right. Right. So the grace for salvation has appeared to everyone. Mm -hmm. Once Jesus died, everyone in the world has that. Wow. But you can only be saved through faith in Jesus Christ. So even all the other religions, God has given the grace. It stays inactive because they haven't received Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so through faith, that grace is manifested in our life. You know, so Jesus didn't just die for the Christians. He mm-hmm. died for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The world that means every single person. Mm-hmm. And so same thing with grace. Grace is given to everyone, but we can't access it unless we have faith mm-hmm. in God's Word and faith in Jesus Christ. Yes. And so hopefully after this class we can connect and then we can get all the inheritances all the promises that God has given us by grace so it can start manifesting in our life where we can be partakers of those things. Okay, so the first verse we're going to go to, Simon, is Romans 5, verse 1 and 2.
1: It says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ.
2: You see, uh, if you are not justified by faith, that means if you don't believe, that Jesus died for all our sins and we are justified, we have received the gift of righteousness in Romans 5.17 that we covered in the grace class, Mm -hmm. we will not have peace with God. Because what happens is, if we don't have peace with God, then we are afraid that God is going to smack us every time we do something wrong, you understand? Mm -hmm. And we have to do all the right things in order for God, you understand, Mm -hmm. to supply all the things that we need. But we, justified by faith through Jesus Christ, we have peace with God. Mm. That means we can go to God any time we want. Even though sometimes our sins, you understand, Mm -hmm. makes us feel like, oh, God is not going to hear us. But see, God heareth us every single time. It's because we are justified by faith. So now we have peace with God. Like in the Old Testament, they didn't have peace with God. Because they were following a law, and every time they misbehaved, the penalty was death. Wow. You know, like the Ten Commandments, if you broke it, the penalty was death. The wages of sin is death. Yes. But now we don't have that. We are, because we are justified, we are sanctified. You understand? And we are made perfect through Jesus Christ. Now, again, in the flesh, in our bodies, we are not perfect. We have negative thinking. We, you know, We are not as loving as God wants us to be. But in our spirit... We are made perfect because mm. the Bible says the spirits of just men being made perfect. And so now I have peace with God so I can have a relationship. Mm-hmm. See, if I don't have a peace, my relationship is based on fear mm. and not on peace.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: See, now I can go to God. I can start a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. with the Father and the Holy Spirit because uh It's all cleared. Jesus cleared all my sins. He forgave everything and sanctified me, justified, and I'm justified. So this verse says, because we are justified by faith, we have peace with God. Mm -hmm. And look at verse 2 of uh, Romans 5.
1: It says, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of
2: God. See, the access into that grace, this verse says, comes through faith. Faith. So even if God has supplied every need that you have, you can't access it because you don't have faith in Mm. God's word. So even though you're saved, you're going to heaven, all the inheritances, all the promises, all of that gift that God Mm. wants you to have, people are not accessing it because they don't believe what God said. And if God says, by his stripes, you are healed. See, when you focus on that and when you depend on that and that alone, then healing gets manifested in your life. Same thing with relationships, emotional healing, finances, peace, joy, love. All of those are in each of us as Christians. Because we received it the minute we received Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But how come we are not as loving as we want to be? It's because we are not accessing it. We are trying to produce our own love and our own righteousness. You understand? Mm -hmm. By trying to do all the right things. Mm. You know, this might be shocking to some people, but I say Jesus did not come to teach us Christian behavior. Jesus came so that he can teach us how to be loving. Because the religion or the church will teach you Christian behavior, how to behave. Yes. You know, don't do this, don't do that, wash your hands fast, all of that. Mm. And so most of the time we are trying to be a good Christian. When God has already made us a good Christian because we received all the righteousness that we need through Jesus Christ. Now as we use that righteousness, as we walk in his righteousness, in a we start mm. doing the loving thing. See when Jesus' disciples did not wash their hands. The Pharisees or the religious people of his day got on his case. He said, How come your disciples don't wash their hands? Mm. And Jesus didn't say, Our oh, disciples go wash their hands. Mm-hmm. See, that was a right behavior of that time. But he gave uh, something greater than that. He showed us that it's not just washing our hands, but what comes out of our mouth is what defileth a man.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: Jesus was not saying, Don't wash your hands. Mm-hmm. But he was coming away from all the traditions. And today, sad to say, after two thousand years, a lot of us as Christians, we're looking for a Christian behavior. Mm-hmm. But the Christian behavior is a result of our relationship with Christ mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that God has provided through grace. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, you will see our lives changing. And Simon, I used to be a missionary for a long time and I was I taught Christian behavior. <laughs> I taught people, you know, this is what God is pleased with. But now, my life is changed by accessing my faith into the grace where God provided everything for me. Otherwise, if if God is asking for us to perform, then it's a big burden we carry. The burden of salvation we can't. But Jesus already did that for us. So now, the door is open for us to go to God anytime. Mm. Like it says in Hebrews, you know, we have boldness to go into the presence of God. as before, if you are depending on your own righteousness and your own performance, you understand, you don't have boldness to go. It's the minute you sin or the minute you make a mistake, you feel like God is hiding his face from you. No, that's not true. As a child of God, you can go to your father anytime you want. Mm-hmm. And Jesus paved the way, he cleared the way for us, by giving us his righteousness as a gift. And so now we are holy and perfect in God's sight. Now again, we have our flesh and this world that we are working with, and that takes some time, and as we our mind is renewed, we are being transformed. The understand is very simple, but at the same time it's so complicated because we've been programmed in our mind through false teachings that this is how God expects us, innocent to behave.
4: There is no guilt here, there is no shame. No pointing fingers, there is no blame. What happened yesterday has disappeared. The dirt has washed away, and now it's clear. There's only grace. There's only love, and there's only mercy, and believe me, it's enough. Your sins are gone without a trace, and there's nothing left now. There's only Starting over now under the sun, and you're stepping forward now. A new life has begun, your new life has begun, and there's only grace, and there's only love, there's only mercy. And believe me, it's enough. And there's nothing left now And there's only grace And if you should fall again well Get back up, get back up Reach out and take only mercy and believe me it's enough it's enough your sins are gone without a trace
1: and this is a great topic and I never saw before so clearly that you can only access grace by faith what's your next verse on the topic
2: well we're going to go to Titus 2.11
1: it says for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men
2: see the Bible is very clear grace is given to everyone everyone Mm -hmm. can experience that grace that includes salvation it is a feared but people are not accessing it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as Christians, we access just for salvation. That means we believe by grace we are saved. But then what about the list of all the good things that Jesus died for us to have? See, we we fall short of that and we don't go past that. Yes, people say, yes, say yes, I'm saved by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, but they don't use the that verse for the rest of it. So just like Jesus' blood cleanses us from all sins, and it cleanses the world of all the sins, unless they receive Jesus Christ as a personal Savior and make him his Lord and have a relationship with him, they don't benefit from it. Mm-hmm. See, we are talking about two different levels. One category is the people that don't know Jesus or they rejected him. But see, graces appear to them too. Mm-hmm. But see, they're not benefiting from it because they don't believe, they don't receive, they're not putting their faith in what Jesus did. And again, sad to say, most Christians are not putting faith in what Jesus did or the finished work of Christ. They're putting their faith in what they need to produce in terms of performance, in terms of trying to be good, in terms of trying to be righteous. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Now, I'm not saying don't be righteous. But the righteousness comes as a result of us tapping into his grace where God has given us everything. Mm. And see, for me, that was a big load taken off my my life. Mm. See, now I enjoy Christ, I enjoy the Father. My relationship with them has multiplied so much, Mm -hmm. not because I did anything better. It's because now I understand the knowledge that my grace becomes active through faith. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like in Philemon's one nine, it says, uh, the communication of your faith becomes effective mm. by the acknowledging of every good gift that is in you through Jesus Christ. Mm. See, if you don't acknowledge what you have through Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. then your faith in that area is not active. Mm. Like, say, for example, you're talking about finances. A lot of Christians struggle with finances they're fearful, they're worried, you understand? But once you know that my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches, and you have that knowledge, and now through faith you tap into it. Say, my God said this, I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to magnify that verse, that promise more than my financial need. And see, now you'll see miraculous things happening Mm. in your life because you are tapping into that. You have the knowledge. But most of the time, Simon, we are taught to study the Old Testament and go through who was, you know, Moses' father and who who did this and Leviticus and all of those things. Even though it's interesting to study that, it's not what you need for your daily life today. And so once you tap into that, then all of these things are coming to pass. And it's really sad that even the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men not many people are benefiting from it because we have a part to play. Mm. Even though everything is free for us, there's a condition. You have to believe and you have to reach out. So you need to respond to God's grace by your faith. Mm. So faith is basically a response to God's grace, right? Okay, let's look at Romans 1.
1: Verse 18 and 20.
2: Yes, 18
1: to 20. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath shown it unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse.
2: Oh, that's a quite a lot in there. Mm-hmm. So basically what, you know, to put it in a simple format is that everyone that comes into this world, the Bible says they have known the wrath of God or the punishment. You understand? Mm-hmm. But what happened is they, they they held the truth of God in unrighteousness. That means they didn't believe. Even though they can look at the trees and the plants and all the things that are made is a mm-hmm. proof mm-hmm. of that. And because in verse 21, that's what I was trying to get to, he said, because that, when they knew God, that means when they had the knowledge, mm-hmm. they glorified him not as God.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Neither were they thankful, but became, vain in the imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Mm-hmm. See, it's a process, Simon. It's not like it just happens like that. Right. Do you know a Christian's heart and mind can also be darkened? It means uh, the negative thinking, the negative mind, the right. fearful mind is yes. a darkened mind. Mm-hmm. It's not that we are against God; mm-hmm. we are not rebelling against God. We received, but every time you fear, and you are jealous, or you are angry, or upset, you are bitter, your mind is getting darkened, mm-hmm. and you you will feel the results in your in your daily life. Mm-hmm. See, so here, first they knew God, but they glorified Him not. That means they did not magnify God more in their lives. The word glorify is also a part of magnifying him, putting him first. Mm -hmm. Neither were thankful. See, the second thing is because they're not thankful. And now, became vain in the imagination. That means the imaginations, in their mind, they become vain. Vain means nothing good. Mm -hmm. It's foolishness, vain, part of this world. Mm -hmm. And so, their foolish heart was darkened. See, it's a process. Your heart is not darkened. Mm -hmm. Like a baby that comes into this life, in the, into this world, is not darkened. understand? Mm-hmm. Slowly as we grow, our heart and our mind is, is darkened. Sometimes people call it backsliding, but it's not backsliding. It is like you allow other things to magnify themselves in your life mm-hmm. instead of magnifying God. And you're not thankful. Mm-hmm. And soon, your mind becomes vain in its imagination. Mm-hmm. And then your mind is darkened. Mm-hmm. So just like graces of, has appeared to all men, knowledge of God has also appeared. But people have rejected it sometime or another in their life. Mm. And even if somebody did not know about Jesus, the Bible says they have the knowledge just by looking at the world. Sometime in their life God has revealed Himself somehow to them, but they didn't glorify it. It's basically what it means is everyone is given their chance mm-hmm. by grace. Thank you. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Can we go to John 1, 16 and 17?
1: It says, And of his fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ.
2: That's like, I think it was uh, Joseph Prince, he said when he was... uh, Standing you know, when he went to Israel he was standing by the by the sea and he was watching one wave come after the other. You understand? Mm-hmm. As one wave was leaving, there was another wave that came in. Yeah. So for grace that means unlimited. It's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have we're gonna receive his grace one after the other wow. in every area of our life. Wow. And that's why in Romans 5, 17, it says, if you have received the abundance of grace. Mm. See, every time God is talking about grace, he doesn't talk in uh, small little things. You (laughs) understand? He's talking about abundance, grace for grace, great and precious promises. So he's done all he can for us. Now, it's our job to go and receive it. Not to work for it, Mm. but to receive it. See, in the New Testament, everything is about receiving. It's talking about gift, free gift, abundance. But somehow we miss the point, you understand? And we think, oh, Jesus or God will only give us a little bit based on Mm -hmm. what we do. Mm -hmm. And see, that mentality will not help you to receive much from God. Mm -hmm. See, God might have mercy and give you a bit here and there. Mm. But he wants us to go to his treasure house and take whatever you want through faith. And see that's what it says, it's like grace for grace. Now look at Ephesians three twenty.
1: It says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us.
2: Wow, so even though we have that grace, Simon, mm-hmm. it's all the same for me, you, and anybody else who's received Christ. But according to the power that worketh in us, you understand? That means even though God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. See, that's His promise. But we only access according to the power that worketh in us. Mm. You understand? Mm -hmm. That means the more you have the knowledge of God and and you let the Spirit move into your life, then you will be seeing all of this exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. See, the power has to work in us. That means you have to magnify, focus, focus, and release that Holy Spirit power that God has given us. Otherwise, that promise will stay very tiny. It won't be abundantly and exceeding. It will be very little. It's like trickling Mm -hmm. from a tap. Mm -hmm. When you could stand under the shower and just enjoy everything that God has for us.
5: My grace is sufficient for thee For my strength is made perfect Perfect in weakness And he said unto me My grace is sufficient for thee For my strength is made perfect Perfect in Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ upon me and he said unto me
0: my grace
5: is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect, perfect in weakness. Most glad I say, therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, for when I am weak, then am I strong, for my strength is made perfect.
1: trying to choose some songs that are at least somewhat related to our topic on the program today which is with Melvin teaching on grace, faith and hope. It's
2: nightlight, what a delight.
1: Melvin is just so inspiring. It's almost unbelievable how much grace the Lord wants to pour out on our lives exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think.
2: But the thing is, Simon, also that, uh, you know, the word exceedingly abundantly is not just abundance. Yes. More. And again, the thing is, when you're a child of God and you're walking by faith and not by sight, you can't really get spoiled to where you move away from God. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because, you know, it's it's by grace in the first place. Yes. You understand? Uh And so you can receive as much as you want. Wow. Because, you know, you will not put what you're receiving above God Mm -hmm. and your relationship with God. Yes. Because the reason you're getting all of this is because you have a relationship with Christ. But if you refuse to have the relationship or we don't focus on the relationship and we are focusing on everything we can get from God, Mm. what happens is you will still get it, but what happens is you will not be happy. Mm. You might have leanness in your soul. That means you want to enjoy all of that that God has for you. Mm. But it's yours for the take. God promised it, and he's not going to go go back on his promise. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to Hebrews 4, verse 1, 1 and 2.
1: Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it.
2: Okay, so Simon, this verse, we can link it with uh, faith and with grace, right? Yeah. When you trust in grace that God has provided, mm-hmm. you understand, and you, you have the faith to release that grace into your life, you are at rest. See, the reason we as Christians don't have peace, a stable, sound mind, is because we are, we are trying to produce peace. We are trying to please God. God, please give me some peace. We are always praying for peace. But God has already given us the peace through grace. Is one of the fruits of the Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, when you're baptized by the Holy Spirit, you have the fruits of the Spirit. Every single Christian has the fruits of the Spirit. But they're not using it. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to get peace from the world. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, the peace I give you is not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so what happens is when when the Israelites were uh, taken out of Egypt, God took them to the promised land. And God told them, this is the land that I have for you. But when the spies came back and gave a bad report, the giants in the land, the Jews, the Israelites, they got unbelief instead of faith, except Caleb and Joshua. And the Bible says, because of the unbelief, God's hand was limited. They limited God. Mm-hmm. See, that's what they're saying. Those those people, they did not enter into the rest because they did not believe. Mm-hmm. But we, see, verse 3 says, for we which have believed do enter into rest. But how many Christians today, Simon, have entered into rest? Now, this is not talking about a promised land. This is talking about rest for eternity, starting today. Wow. The minute you receive Jesus Christ.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, you might think, oh, that sounds too good. But you know what, Simon? I've been, I've been experiencing this rest once I have learned that this rest comes from Jesus. You understand? Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I produce. It's a rest. Mm-hmm. It's a rest that comes, you know, overrides your fear, your worries, your finances. If you have problems in your marriage, God has given you a rest. And see, that only comes When you know by faith, you can access, you understand, that rest that God has given us in the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, it was a physical rest. That means when they entered the promised land, they could enjoy fruit from trees that they did not plant. They could live in houses they did not build. See, that was a physical rest. Mm. But through Jesus, he's given us a a spiritual rest. Mm. And through that rest you have a physical rest too. Mm-hmm. You're not worried. You're not flurried. You understand? You have entered into that grace and rest through your faith. But what if you don't know that you have a rest? Mm. You become a restless Christian. Mm. <laughs> you're running around asking God to give you peace. But mm. God says, I already gave it to you. Access it through faith. Mm-hmm. You know, when I teach this class, I talk about today's internet. Mm. You know, like internet, like say for example, Google search. You have almost everything that you need to know, it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. Somebody worked for it and produced it, and it is there. Mm-hmm. Now today, if you don't have an internet connection, you can't access. You need to have a code or a password to access into Google, mm-hmm. and then say you want to repair a car. You have all the information you need. You want to cook an Indian food, it is there. Mm-hmm. But see, you need to have an internet connection, you need to access See, that's available to anybody who has a connection. Mm -hmm. Same thing with grace. I mean, I'm talking in worldly terms now. Now, grace has the same, it is provided. Now, unless you take the verse, which is faith, Mm -hmm. faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Exactly. And so, when you have the scripture, now you can access Mm -hmm. to that grace that God has already provided for anything in your life. But see, what happens is people don't know their promises that God has given them. They don't know the scripture or they don't meditate on the scripture. And so, I mean, everyone knows John 3.16. But sometimes even when I ask some pastors, pastors, do you believe you are going to heaven? They say, yes. I ask them, why? They say, well, I'm a good person. So even though you have John Mm 3.16 says that you are going to heaven, you have the knowledge, but you don't meditate on it. See, it says you shall never perish, but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people know the verse, but they don't meditate it and make it part of their life. And so they're not accessing that surety, that guarantee that God provides, that if you believe, receive, and have a relationship with Christ, you are saved. And so in your heart, you don't have a rest because you're not sure whether you're going to heaven or not. Because you're thinking if you lived your life good, you understand, at the Mm -hmm. end of the Mm -hmm. life, you might go to heaven. Mm -hmm with music to calm
0: and soothe your soul. You're listening to Nightlight.
1: Well, for our next song, let's go now to Houston in the USA to the living room of Jason Lawrence, who recorded this song for Nightlight on his home recorder. Jason, who over the years has written dozens of classic songs, a few years ago lost part of his fingers after an operation, unable to play the guitar anymore... He learnt instead, by God's grace, to play the piano. And here is Jason singing, You Never Failed Me. Enjoy.
0: It's been a long road I've been travelling on But I finally come back To where I
5: belong Now I know that I'm tired
0: With a golden chain From a above Possessed by the Lord And in property Of his spirit And love
5: Oh love that will not let me go In you I rest my weary soul I am yours and you are mine All mine are yours and a new salvation they'll find. You've never failed me nor let me down. The only true love is your love I have found. You've never failed me Lord nor let me down. The only true love is your love
0: I have found. On
5: love the solid rock I stand. just sinking sand you are the greatest
4: love lord i have ever known there is no other to
0: whom i can go you've never failed me nor let me down the only true love is your love i have found you've never failed me nor let me down the only true love your love I have found I found you
5: love
1: beautiful. And if you'd like to hear a whole program, a whole Nightlight program on Jason Lawrence when he was our guest and introduced about six or seven of his songs, if you go to our website at www.radioact.org and scroll down to show number 61, then you'll find it there and you can download it or listen online. Visit our website at radioact.org. Well, back to you, Melvin. I think you have about 10 minutes to wrap up this very inspiring topic.
2: Okay, so Simon, we talked a little bit about grace and faith. Mm-hmm. I'm just cutting it short. Actually, each of these class is big.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but now we can see how hope connects with that. Now, when we go to uh, Hebrews 11, verse 1, it says, For now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm-hmm. evidence of things not seen. Now, Simon, you're good with that substance. You want to explain the substance?
1: Right. Well, when they translated the Bible, they didn't know what the Greek word "hoopostasis" meant. So they translated it as substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Then some years ago, Archaeologists in Israel uncovered the ruins of a Roman villa that evidently belonged to a noblewoman in Rome who owned property in Israel. And in the ruins, they found a box in which she kept her important papers. And in there, they found the lady's title deed to the property, which was headed Hupostasis. So now they knew that Hupostasis meant title deed. So Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 could now be correctly translated as faith is the title deed of things hoped for.
2: It's like that, right? For example, if you give me the title deed Mm. for a car, even if I didn't see it, the authority on the title deed says I have that car. Mm. So even if I didn't see it, by just having the title deed in my hand, I know that car is mine, Mm. soon to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, I could drive in it, do whatever I want, it's mine. I could even sell it, because now the title deed is mine. I have the power and the authority over that car. And that's what, you know, faith is the substance. That means it's the title deed, you have it. Mm. Of things hoped for, it's evidence. Mm. That means, you know, sometimes we want evidence with the five senses. And the Bible says the five senses is the carnal mind or the carnal things, or the flesh. And the carnal mind is always enmity with God. It cannot receive the things of of God, because it is foolishness unto it. And so, even though I don't see the car with my eyes, you understand, mm. or even hear it running with my ears, or my mind, I know I have it. Mm. Now, what God is saying is, if you can trust a worldly person, or a worldly government, that gives you a title deed, and you have a you have evidence then he's saying why don't you trust my word Mm -hmm. see faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God so faith is directly related to the word of God Mm -hmm. if God's word didn't say it then you don't have the faith and you don't have the evidence Mm -hmm. but when God's word has said it you have the evidence Mm -hmm. now again faith comes into picture if you have hope the thing is if you don't hope to be healed Mm -hmm. then faith doesn't come into the picture Mm-hmm. See, faith is the substance or the title deed or the guarantee or the evidence of things you hope for. Mm. See, as you hope, then your faith gives you the evidence, and soon through patience, that is manifested in your life. Mm. See, for a long time I didn't understand how hope connects with faith. But see, before we connected grace and faith, faith access grace. But for faith to work, you need to have
3: hope.
2: Mm-hmm. That means in your heart, you have to hope. I want to be healed, or I need, you know, a car, mm-hmm. or I need I need a husband, I need a wife, I need a child, or whatever you need, you need to hope. Mm-hmm. And hope, Simon, is a very strong uh, emotion. Mm-hmm. Hope is like if you don't have hope, then you won't get much in your life. That's Mm -hmm. why people say, oh, I'm hopeless. But Paul said, I'm a prisoner of hope. That means he can't do anything else but hope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So hope is very, very important. Now, the opposite of hope the Bible is talking about is imagination. Mm -hmm. And imagination is negative. Mm -hmm. Whereas hope, you can say hope as a positive imagination. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the word imagination? Imagination imagination is a mental picture Mm. or if you look at the bible the translation basically means it is conception that means you are conceiving Mm. something just like you know when a man and a woman when they have sex there's a conception you understand Mm -hmm. that means something is being conceived a child for example not all the time but most of the time Mm -hmm. so when you have an imagination what you're doing is you're conceiving something. See, the Bible in Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, when the thought comes to your mind, you haven't conceived it yet. But when you keep thinking on that thought or a fear, then it becomes part of your heart and now it's conceived. Mm. And soon you become a fearful person because you let it to be conceived. But the Bible says casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. See, the Bible says we need to cast down those negative imaginations because it's not going with the word of God. Mm -hmm. It's going above the word of God. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, when I get a fear, you understand that something is going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. It's just a fear. Now, I'm not exalting God's word over that fear. God's Bible says, I mean, word says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So when I fear something and I entertain it, you understand, then it, it gets conceived in me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: See, because I'm not using God's word to cast it out. Mm-hmm. But Simon, now when I get fear, we talked about, we had a class on fear last time. When I get fear, I use God's word to cast it down. Mm-hmm. See, now It's not conceived. But once that imagination is conceived, it starts producing fruit. And that fruit is dangerous for your life. Mm. You know, sometimes wives are jealous, suspicious of the husband. And they, instead of having an open communication, Mm. they start letting jealousy be conceived Mm. in their heart. Mm. It came as a thought. They they had the power to cast it down. But they didn't. They entertained it. And they let that become part of their heart. Mm. And see, now they conceived it. Simon, let's look at uh, Genesis eleven six. Genesis eleven five and 6.
1: It says, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do.
2: Oh, wow. So this imagination, Simon, is so powerful Mm -hmm. that the Lord is saying, once the man imagined it, nothing could restrain them. Even God was like, no, if they start imagining, Mm -hmm. we can't restrain them. Mm -hmm. Because God has given the power to man. He created the world and he said, man, now you are given authority and power over all the creations. He can't take it back. Mm -hmm. And see, that's why if you imagine something, you know, like, for example, Hitler imagined himself doing crazy things, mm-hmm. and he, it came to pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, today we have internet, we have, you know, all these gadgets, mm-hmm. because somebody imagined it, mm-hmm. that it could be done. Mm-hmm. You understand? Somebody realized, well, we don't need to use this phone that you can ring and ring and ring, but, you know, maybe we can use wireless. And see, slow step by step, man imagined, and today we have it. Mm. That's what uh, Genesis 11 is saying, Mm -hmm. that if you set your heart to imagine something, you can achieve it, whether it's good or whether it is bad. See, the imagination in the Bible is evil, Mm -hmm. whereas hope in the Bible is a positive imagination. So when you think of what God wants you to be and Mm. you start focusing on that, Mm -hmm. then your faith will produce evidence for that, according to God's hope. But the minute you lose your hope, then faith cannot produce that because you're, you're looking somewhere else.
1: Melvin, we are running out of time. Maybe just like to wrap up with anything else that you'd like to share.
2: Yes, uh, the gist of it, Simon, or the, you know, the, the foundation of a belief as a Christian, sometimes it's not based on God's Word in most Christians' life. They're not basing it on God's word. So what happens is they follow traditions or what they heard. You understand, their mm. parents told them or they heard from the church or the pastors. But unless, the, it, unless they hear the truth, mm. Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. He didn't say fasting and lots of prayer and tithing, all of that will set you free. For you to know and receive things from grace that God has already supplied, you need to know God's word. And sometimes I heard people say, I read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation seven times. (laughs) But it's not working for them because they're not focusing on what they need to grow in. Mm -hmm. Like, say, for example, when I want to learn on grace, I study on grace, I research, I listen to other people, you understand, Mm -hmm. and see what God has for me personally through all of that. Mm -hmm. And then I meditate, I study, sometimes I spend like a week just studying on grace. And sometimes four, five, six hours a day is, is for me. I want to know everything that grace has for me. Mm. And so see, that's what I'm trying to summarize is that you need to study God's word. Mm. Now, people can listen to this class on radio, but if they don't go back and use those verses and study and ask God, God, how does this apply to me? Is what Melvin's saying, is that true in my case? And see, now faith starts growing in you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. It doesn't say you hear it once and you have it. And so you have grace that Jesus died Mm -hmm. to supply everything for free. Now you have faith. Mm -hmm. And he didn't just say have faith by yourself. God gave us the Bible so we get those precious promises that gives us the faith. Mm -hmm. Now we access that faith. Of course, you can't do both of that unless you have a hope. Mm -hmm. And that hope is a very powerful, positive imagination. Mm-hmm. Because we think in pictures. Every thought we have, mm-hmm. we, we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. When I think of you, Simon, I don't think S-I-M-O-N. Mm-hmm. I don't spell it. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. I think of you as, you know, a Bible teacher. I know your figure, how you look. So every thought that comes into our mind, we, we are picturizing it. We are mm-hmm. painting a picture. And that, fa- that picture is powerful enough to produce things in your life, both emotionally, spiritually, physically. And that's how God works in a Christian's life. And that's the law. That means not the law in the Old Testament. We have to follow that connection for us to receive everything from grace through faith.
5: When the sun is shining long, grace when the sky is black, grace when I get the unkind word, grace on the too smooth track, grace when I'm elbowed into a nook, grace when I get in my turn, grace when the dinner will not cook, grace when the fire will burn. Gladness, praise, and song Grace when I have to fight Grace when my clothes are fresh and new Grace when they're worn and old Grace when my pockets are empty too Grace when they're full of gold Lord Jesus, hear and grant the grace My need to thy store I bring At the proper one and the proper place I may glorify thee Glorify thee Yeah, glorify thee My grace
1: Well, that's it for this show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, Melvin, for being with us, and I'll be back very soon with another inspiring edition of Nightlight. Bye-bye. God bless. Grace
5: when my plea. Grace when the midnight hours I tell Grace when the morning's name Grace when I'm healthy, strong, and will. Grace when I come to die Grace when I'm healthy, strong, and will. Grace, Grace, well. Grace when I come to die
0: Lord Jesus here in Christ